0: Good morning, Sun Valley Church, and welcome back to The Voice of the Valley. I'm your host, Jeremy Pinch, and today we are continuing our study of the valley. In the last couple of weeks, we've been talking with families in the church and the trials that they've walked through over the years, and it has been a great encouragement to us as we've heard their faithfulness, as they've leaned upon Christ and the hope in the gospel. And today we're continuing that with Nick and Annette Rogers. Uh, If you don't know Nick and Annette, they are wonderful people, dear friends of mine. Nick plays the drums and the keys on Sunday mornings, and Annette helps out in the nursery. Is that right? Mm -hmm. She helps out in the nursery, and she also helps out with the student ministries on Wednesday nights. And I just love these guys to do that. Thank you so much for uh, being with us.
1: Thank you for having us, Jeremy. Thanks.
0: So... First of all, can you just take a few moments and tell us a little bit about yourselves, how you guys came to Sun Valley, and how you guys met? Maybe just give us a little bit about yourselves.
1: Yeah, so um, for those that don't know us on too much of a personal level, um, I fell in love with Annette when I was about 14, maybe 15,
0: and you had you had in sync oh, hair during that time, buddy. Didn't you? I had. <laughs> if you look back at pictures. Oh, and I love looking back oh, at those yeah. pictures.
1: <laughs> I had I had a little bit of a fro going on, and yes, yes. Annette and I met at church camp, and. Okay. Um, so anyways, I thought she was my girlfriend at the time. She gave me a picture of herself, and so I figured that was my, uh, she was my girlfriend, but she wasn't. She didn't even <laughs> like me at all. I oh. send, I send, she lived <laughs> in Seattle, and I would send flowers, and my parents would pay for, and she would not accept those flowers. <laughs> and so anyway, she after a while of not returning my phone calls, um, we kind of lost contact for a few months, but nonetheless... God brought us together. She moved over to Yakima, and we were married young. We've been married for 15 years, but we were, I was 19, she was 21 when we got married. Okay.
2: Yeah. So, well, we dated through junior and senior year, and then I moved over. So, it wasn't like I just moved over.
1: (laughs) It's a pretty incredible story, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds wonderful.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, and we have two boys. Uh, Brayden is 11, and Noah... Is ten. Okay. He just turned ten. Um. And uh. Yeah, I homeschooled him. We're home. I'm home all day with them. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And Nick owns his own company here in town for the last like fifteen years. Yep. So, that's kind of
0: cool. And how'd you guys how'd you guys come to uh, Sun Valley?
2: So, um, we had gone through some rough times nick nick's mom had passed away and Mm -hmm. we were hurting and looking for hope and truth and um had actually i was in a community a homeschool community with um jen harris oh yeah and she actually was just talking to me and really encouraging and gentle and um, I asked, asked her one day, what church do you go to? And so she mentioned Sun Valley, um, okay. and I started l- listening online. And so I, we did that for about two months, I think. Um, and I was telling Nick, you know, we should go check out this church. And so we were going to a church that was um, not solid at all in the Word, and we were just hungry. Yeah. So yeah. we we checked that out in November... I think we we were listening, yeah, in the fall, and then because school had started up, and and then we came in November of 2014. So it's okay. been almost almost five years.
1: Okay. And and Jared Nolan was really um, helpful in sharing Sun Valley with us. And Luis Castaneda, both um, yeah. that go to Sun Valley. Luis was actually very um, pivotal in just sharing really God's Word with us. Um, coming from uh, a church that wasn't really biblically sound, mm-hmm. that was more on emotionalism than than just the solid Word of God. Luis lived in Portland at the time and he just began to share the truth of God's Word, um, God's grace and how He, from the foundations of the earth, has loved us and and, Destined us and and yeah. and called us to be His own. Yeah. And Luis
2: did not go to Sun Valley. He, he lived didn't even go to Sun Valley. He yeah. lived in Portland. Um, Jared yeah. Nolan did go to Sun Valley, but God was working on us yeah. from different yeah. different people, and uh, so that's kind of cool to, yeah. to look it's, back now.
1: And, and <clears throat> one thing I love is how God even used an unsolid church, yeah. right, to get us to a point hmm. where we were just longing hmm. for the truth of God's word. Yeah, and so even. Even those moments that we look back now, it's like, okay, God used every one of these steps to get us to the point where we are now. I grew up with Jared Nolan. I've known him since I was a little kid. God used him as a friend to bring us to Sun Valley. So very cool. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Well, we're glad you guys are with us. It's been it's been a real privilege getting to know you guys over the couple of years. But we're here to talk about the Valley. Um, the, the title of this particular, um, section is, is when the darkness won't lift and you guys have been put through the ringer over this last year. You guys have been through a lot as a family and you've seen, you've seen a lot of darkness over this last year. Could you guys take a couple moments just to tell us all that you guys have, have been through?
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> like, who, who should, who There's should a lot here. here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, just in this last year, it's actually been about five years of yeah. a lot of suffering yeah. and um, just death and loss. But in this last year, um, we started the year off with uh, my oldest brother having a suicide attempt, hmm. um, and so he's needed a lot of advocating and help. He survived that, um, but he oh, lost. Praise the Lord. Yes. But he uh, he did lose his legs in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so while he was in the hospital, um, this is in October, actually. Um, so al- almost a year ago, October 23rd. Um, he was in the hospital for about four months. But during that time, our, our oldest son actually started uh, losing some weight and getting really tired and just not acting himself. And so... Then in November, um, we had some tests ran and they, the pediatrician called and said, you need to pack a bag and head to Seattle children's. Mm. So, um, we went over there and that's where we found out he was, he was pretty sick and he had, um, type one diabetes. Mm. So got that. And so we've been walking through that. It's pretty life altering. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then, Kind of getting in the niche of, in the the groove the groove of, of that getting
1: used to type one yeah. um,
2: then this spring our our firstborn nephew um, lost his life um, in a gun accident mm-hmm. uh, very instantly very very tragic tragically mm-hmm. and so I think that has been um, very hard yes,
1: mm-hmm.
2: very hard yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, that is. That's a lot in just in one year, and I I can't imagine what what that that's like, walking through that many things, really in quick succession. Um, Were there any or are there any passages that you guys have gone to uh, over this last year that that have pointed you to Christ that have, have given you hope given you um, renewal of, of heart.
1: I know um, one of the thing and, and one of the things that has been so pivotal in our um, process of all of this is really just reading scripture as a family. Mm. And um, there hasn't been too many nights that we have not not just read Scripture together. And um, honestly, that is the moment together as a family where our kids talk and we talk and we talk through the lens of Scripture. And it, sometimes it's very difficult and it's very raw and it's very real, especially um, after um, Trey passed away. There was in our own lives, so many questions, like this does not make any sense. Mm-hmm. How can this fit into God's plan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like how, how do we get through this? How do we talk to our kids? How do we explain this? And you, I don't know how you can go through something like, like this um, when your 18-year-old, your almost like a son to us, literally, passes away suddenly. And um, without the Holy Spirit's work, Mm -hmm. working through His Word daily in our lives, you cannot not get through this. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the scriptures that I love, it's in Romans chapter 15, um, verse Um, 4. Let me pull it up here. It is uh, for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through the endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Mm -hmm. And God, through his word, knows exactly what we need, when we need it, and just to see how that has affected our relationship the relationship with our children, and and how God is using these horrible situations, and seeing the progress and the and and the growth in our boys, it, it's incredible, and how it's shaping their prayers. Mm. Like mm. that's one of the things I think it's been so encouraging to us is listening to their prayers, mm. and one of the things that I I encourage to the boys each night that we when we go through the. The Bible together is let's pray something that we just read. Hmm. Let's in, let's include something that we just um, read together, and to hear them praying God's word and how that's beginning to shape their theology hmm. and to shape how yeah. they how they view God, it is so encouraging to us as parents. Yeah. Um, with that being said, it's it's, it's been extremely difficult. Yeah. Um, and I'll let you kind of talk on this but just relationship wise. Yeah. It's it's been pressure on on our family mm-hmm. and so having God's word has been mm-hmm. very strengthening. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this Nick, you just brought up this idea where you're dealing with your boys and you you mentioned a few months ago you and I were talking about uh, just the questions that they've been asking you and they've you you said that they've been asking you deep and hard theological questions that it's sometimes you just don't know the answer to and how how has this caused you guys to think and respond biblically how is it i how is it caused you to like okay i don't know this question but i i need to do the work or i need to look to the scriptures to to See if I can answer that. Can we start? Yeah. And then you go? Yes.
2: <laughs> so we have different roles, you know, as mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And um, at home, we're home all day, homeschooling and going through life. And then dad comes home and we have dinner and we have Bible study. And I think dad gets a lot of the tougher questions. Um, and I might get a little bit more of the emotional, you know. Yeah. Um, mm. We all give and take a little bit. But. I will say your your flesh gets weary, you know, mm-hmm. um, even your faith gets tested uh, when you go through trauma, after trauma, after trauma, especially yeah. in such a short time. Um, and there have been times um, that as a mom, you don't know what to pray. Yeah. And so I, I have a lot of books. and um, But this book, it's it's actually Every, every Season Prayers, Gospel-Centered Prayers by Scotty Smith Um, there I was there's just been times where I didn't know what to pray. Um, And I, and I wanted to direct my prayers gospel centered to our amazing God that has still kept us through all this. And um, uh, this scripture in Isaiah um, it, it says, "What what are those who quarrel with their maker? Those who are nothing but potheads not pot herds. <laughs> I needed that, I guess. We do live in <laughs> the state of
0: Washington. Yes, pot yes,
2: herds on yeah. the ground. <laughs> oh gosh,
0: that's very relevant. Does the today.
2: clay say to the potter, "I'm going to keep going here"? Yeah. Um, what are you making? Does your work say the potter has no hands? Hmm. And um, um, I, we need the gospel every day and every hour. And I think um, just reminding the kids and myself that um there's going to be a day when god will make all things mm-hmm. right and um for we we actually all remind ourselves often in our home this isn't forever mm-hmm. um jesus is taking us to <laughs> to god we're gonna be before the father someday where all things are right and there's no more suffering and yeah. um just asking god to deepen our trust mm-hmm. and increase our faith um, daily. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, Yeah, I'm sure that's given you a more heavenly perspective Mm -hmm. of, you know, through all this tragedy, you guys can look forward to like, okay, that will be the day when all this is, is done and over with.
1: Well, and I think, you know, some of the conversations I've had with the boys where they do have deep questions and questions, that we don't have answers to and really being vulnerable and, and saying, I don't know. Mm. I don't know, but God's word knows. Right. And, and going back to God's word. Um, and really it's, it's showing that we can't keep ourselves from pain. We can't keep ourselves from trouble. We can't keep ourselves from these things. These things are going to happen. Um, And I think one of the things you shared with me a while back um, was we were talking about, I I asked you the question, how can I disciple my kids better? What's, What's a good Bible study or what's a good journal or something that I can take the boys through? And one of the things that you said was the best discipleship you could give to your boys is showing them your love for Christ, showing them your joy that you have in Christ. And them seeing us together as a family, and we fail miserably a lot of the time, but showing them that we are sinful, we are wicked, we are hurting people, we are broken people, but that's why we have Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we have the righteousness of Christ. It's not based on what we do or what we've done or what we're going to do but it's based on his work and coming back to that solid foundation of this is who we are mm-hmm. um, we love christ we love his word and this is the only thing that will get us through mm-hmm. um that and being connected with our church <laughs> and being connected with our small group yeah.
0: Yeah. that recently just multiplied Yes, it did multiply. Yeah, (laughs) 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 yeah. Yeah, For me, watching you guys, the the greatest encouragement that that has been for me is is just seeing the constant like hope that you guys have in Christ. You know, I've I'm kind of distant, you know, but the times that I do get to draw near and and spend time with you and, and see what's going on, it's just that constant like the hope that you guys have has been such an, such an encouragement to me. And I know it's been an encouragement to, to those who are watching. Um, but how is, how has the church come alongside you guys and, and helped you through this process?
2: Yeah, I a hundred percent think, um, or I would say our church has been like a refuge and, mm. um, our small group as well. Um, we know that there are several in our church. I mean, we just got through the book of James, right? Last mm. year and that really revealed a lot of suffering that a lot of people go through i think Mm um knowing that we're not alone um and being able to share um when we're serving even um i feel like serving has been there's times where you don't you don't really want to you know you're not feeling it Um, and then god allows those times of being around other people in that small setting that you can pray for each other or share um and encourage each other and i uh, having the word preached faithfully week mm-hmm. in and week out, um, thats that's yeah, been our safe place mm-hmm. for sure, mm-hmm. you think?
1: Yeah, um, just, you know, um, as all of this stuff was, it, it was unfolding and somewhat continues to unfold, um, it's so wonderful to go to our small group, and them to listen to our problems week after week. And you think at some point they're gonna be like, All right, let's we'll, yeah, hear the Rogers problem. Sometimes get- we
2: do. We look around and it's like, Oh man, do we want to even say our prayer request? Because yeah. it's almost like Are you guys writing, writing a book? All right. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Or yeah. is this ever going to end, end you know, with you know with certain things and but we don't get that response. Yeah. It's it's literally like we have these wonderful friends that are faithful in prayer, in in their prayers with us, and and lifting us up. And um, after our nephew passed away, it was so encouraging. Levi and Justin came to our house one day, and they they had actually bought us a, a gift card, and they said, "Please go use this on your family, just." you know go enjoy uh, you know a meal or something and but they came over they sat on my couch and they just listened Mm. and they prayed and that meant so much and they didn't really have to do anything they just prayed Mm. they just showed up and and that's what community is so important we could not walk through the the valley that we've experienced and potentially will experience more in the future without having the community of God continually there, you know, walking with you. And so you're not walking alone. You're not walking by yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's so encouraging.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, you know, what you guys have gone through and in, in not being a part of the church. You know, this is, this has been a topic of, for the last couple of podcasts we've done on this subject of, how could you walk through this if you didn't have the church? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't imagine you could. It, it would be detrimental to your own self, to your marriage, to your family. And well, the church I, plays a vital role. And I think. it's hard with the church, right? Yeah. It's
1: hard with scripture. It's hard sure, with sure. prayer. And yeah, it's hard absolutely. with worship. Um so it'd be—I can't even fathom mm-hmm. what sure. it'd be like without that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and I'm glad that you said that because it's—it's it's not like it just magically makes it easy. Yeah, like there's there's still hard times that you're walking through, and and your kids, like you said, they they see that and they're watching and and they go through it too, as as you said, um, yeah. but just constantly falling back to Christ and to the scriptures and. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a great great encouragement honestly to me just just watching you guys and you guys' faithfulness to continue serving. You know, the last year both you guys serve in ministries that I oversee and you guys were there like <laughs> even through through the midst of that and uh, that's that's an encouragement to me for sure. So, what would be what would be your guys's encouragement to the church? For those who are walking through hard times, walking through the valley, what would be your guys's encouragement to them?
2: I, so I joke with Nick about this. Um, but it's, it is true that if you're like, if you don't want to deal with something, you know, whether it's a fear or an anxiety or just something that's stressing out what you need to do is you just need to go into it you know, um, you just gotta, I joke about, you just gotta kill the spider. (laughs) If you're scared of the spider, you gotta kill the spider. I'm the spider killer of the house.
1: Anything but spiders. That
2: would be my encouragement is, um, I think I've gotten to the, we've gotten to the point as we're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna be continuing to suffer for a Mm. while. We're, we're in this, so let's just embrace it. Mm. And, um, God is with us and he, it's his call. His, his, he's called us to suffer. Hmm. And so we should be patient with it. And Hmm. it's easier said than done. Um, the scripture tells us to be patient in suffering James five, seven. Um, but he knows exactly how we feel. He's Jesus has been through this more, you know? Um, and so that would be, and, and, and to commit. To the, to the body and to serve and to go to small group and to pray. And, and music is a huge thing in our house. Um, biblical music, um, wouldn't you say, Nick? Yeah. Has really helped us in worship and mm. lament and in, in prayer. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, it's amazing um, just listening to scripture, songs that are centered towards Christ and even though they might not be talking about suffering, mm-hmm. when when your focus is on the Lord and your focus is Christ and what He's done, the, <clears throat> that the work has been finished, this is momentary. Um, it helps you.
2: Fix your eyes on Jesus. Yeah, it helps
1: you process it. Yeah. And one of the scriptures that comes to my mind is Second um, Corinth or yeah Second Corinthians four where it talks about we are afflicted in every way, but we're not crushed, Mm. we're perplexed, but we're not driven to despair, we're persecuted, uh, but we're not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. Mm. And then it goes on in verse 16, so we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. Um, This momentary affliction, right, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory, beyond all hmm. comparison. And when you know that we're going to experience, and we hope, and we've talked about this, we pray, God, just give us a reprieve. Let us not experience anything <laughs> else for a while. Yeah. Or just come back. Yeah, or just come back, you know. <laughs> just come. Um, but but when, when you have scriptures like this, and it says, don't lose heart, though we're wasting away, all of this stuff is happening, we know that the glory of God is waiting and it's mm-hmm. right there. And and we can experience true joy. There's been so many times that we have truly experienced joy when we shouldn't be, mm-hmm. right? When the world would say, there's no way there could be any joy in yeah. that. And in fact, some of our family and friends, there is no joy. Yeah. There is no joy. It's just despair. It's just yeah. being crushed. But... I would encourage everyone um, in our church and who's ever listening, read God's word, hmm. turn to his word, be connected to the body of Christ, be a part of a community of, in a small group. And that is what keeps us strengthened. That's hmm. what keeps us strong. Even when we feel completely weak and completely helpless and broken. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what keeps us connected. Yeah.
0: You know, you guys, you guys mentioned two things that is completely antithetical to what the world would say, right? Like, Lord, bring on these <laughs> sufferings. Like, I, am, I embrace these sufferings, and I can have joy through these sufferings. Like, the world is saying, I, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want to touch it. I want to run away from it. But because of what you guys have said, like the grounding in scripture, the hope that you have in Christ, the gospel-centeredness that is just surrounding you and that you're filling yourselves with, as I would assume has given you this hope, has it not?
2: Yes, and yeah. it's been a process. It's yeah. not like yeah. we've just immediately like, oh, great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's been, a
2: like sure. Nick said, it's been hard on our marriage to yeah. go through this. Um, we've had disagreements. Um, sure, we grieve differently. We, yeah, we grieve completely differently, you know, um, yeah. as a man and a woman and personalities. Um, but thank glory be to God that mm. he has brought us back together through his word. Amen. And yeah.
0: Amen. Well, guys, thank you yeah. for coming in and sharing a little bit about yourselves and, and what you guys have gone through over this last year and what you guys continue to go through. I, I appreciate it. Thanks.
1: Thank you so much, Jeremy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Church, we hope that you've been encouraged by the Rogers and the other families that have been in, in here with us. Uh, we hope that you come back next week and hear more about what God is doing. We love you. We look forward to being with you on Sunday and next week on The Voice of the Valley. Have a great day.